Hello and welcome to the PFF Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ian Hartz, and today we continue our Fantasy Files series with a wild card one. Usually I'm out here to give you guys nothing but straight fantasy football goodness and, you know, some real-life analysis as well. But today, in honor of Space Jam 2 coming out on Friday, we are putting together who Earth should start in a football game if the aliens were to invade and force us to defend the planet, you know, with a game of football. So kind of random, I get it, but it's my podcast. We're doing this today. Let's do it. I want to set some ground rules to start. This will not be a full 22 on 22, you know, not will not be a full 22 player team. Basically, you know, if you remember the original Space Jam, they only had five aliens. So smaller roster size, we are restricting this to only 11 starters, which means guys got to play both ways. We'll assume God turned in-game injuries and stamina off for this one. So again, usual 11 on 11 format, but guys are going to play both ways. This scenario is happening at the time of this at the time of the movie coming out so july 16 2021 current injuries apply that means no saquon barkley my apologies and unfortunately no aj brown the dude's coming off not one but two knee surgeries right we don't know how healthy he is i'm sure both those guys could tough it out and do great things because they're monsters but unfortunately we just got to roll with some healthier players uh not many if any penalty flags are going to be thrown look like the aliens won't be dicks they'll line up get the playoff you know in the appropriate uh time and all that but you know remember these guys will smash the officials you know and i would imagine there's not going to be many ticky tack holding calls if a ray guns you know being pointed at their heads uh during the game and then finally the squad will be coached by dan campbell you know there's just nobody else uh even remotely qualified for this job so without further ado the 11 players that earth should roster if the aliens happen to invade us and require us to play a football game i'm going with patrick mahomes as our quarterback and probably linebacker now i've gotten a lot of pushback on twitter with Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen because of the defensive, uh, you know, potential inefficiencies that Mahomes might bring to the table. Mahomes is 6'3", 230. Again, we're assuming injuries are off in this scenario. And ideally, this alien race is sophisticated enough that they gave up, you know, doing silly things like running the ball uh, years ago. So while Lamar Jackson certainly a better corner and Josh Allen, you know, with his just, you know, whole being a maniac uh, thing working for him, I'm sure they could provide more value on defense than Mahomes. But man, we got to score 60 against these guys. They're aliens. Mahomes, you know, even in a game where he didn't have his, uh, you know, offensive line against that ferocious Buccaneers pass rush and he was banged up, you know, was still two dropped uh, touchdown passes away from making that another one score game. So that Super Bowl was the first time Mahomes has lost a game by more than eight points since his, you know, 2016 season at Texas Tech. I like his chances and I want him on the field if we have Earth on the line at running back and also linebacker. I'm going with Derrick Henry. It's a little funky here, though. First of all, Derrick Henry wins the tiebreaker for me over Nick Chubb because Henry might actually be an alien. I mean, some of his offseason workouts have been just ridiculous. He's six foot three, 247 pounds. Like, we'll put him in the front of the bus, you know, walking off, and the aliens might actually be shook. So we got all that going for us. And I also think just, again, that size is really huge because as we're going to get to prioritizing defensive linemen over offensive linemen, if we want to throw the ball. We could feasibly, you know, slot in Henry at offensive tackle. No, he's maybe not the most polished pass blocker in the world, but again, not expecting many holding calls. Henry can just, you know, be the monster that he is and take on these aliens on the offensive line. I think he can, you know, be a great running back offensive tackle hybrid and run around on defense as well. 
first wide receiver and he'll be playing some corner is Tyreek Hill. We got to get Mahomes is, you know, number one wide receiver. And also, again, if we want to get funky, we can slide Derrick Henry down to offensive tackle, get Tyreek some snaps as a true running back. I mean, when they have done this over his career, particularly his rookie season, absolutely explosive as hell. I mean, some of those long touchdowns he had again against the Titans, against the Broncos, uh, you know, it's a shame they don't do it a little more. I think they're just trying to keep him healthy. That's why he doesn't punt return as often these days either. Either way, I mean, Tyreek with the ball in his hands, I don't need to tell you guys how electric he is. I assume he could be an above average cornerback as well. Next wide receiver, we got DK Metcalf. Like, my God, an offense with Metcalf and Tyree Kill, field stretching. Like, please don't let the Chiefs ever do that. I'm guessing they could have uh, in the draft where Metcalf fell in the deep second round. Uh, luckily for the NFL, they managed to mess it up. So I get, you know, maybe going defense heavy a little more, you know, putting someone like Derwin James, Tyron Matthew here, and just hoping they can, you know, still be a solid enough wide receiver. Ultimately, though, I'm prioritizing offense throughout this exercise. And Metcalf, to his credit, we all saw the boot of Baker chase down. Uh, if he's back there playing safety, I think he could still make some plays on the ball. Like, no, his, you know, agility is three count isn't quite as good as, you know, a lot of NFL, you know, defensive backs would be. I, I get that at the same time though. I do think we tend to overrate that. Like look at some of the routes he runs. He had that goal line fade against the jets where he put the dude on skates. You know, he had Patrick Peterson in a blunder for uh, stretches during their second matchup. I just think, uh, you know, he's a little bit underrated at this point in terms of what he can do uh, from a short agility standpoint standpoint next wide receiver i originally had uh bobby wagner on this team but after uh, really consulting julio jones's uh career defensive highlights mixtape i had to go with julio he has like you know two chase downs that are similar to metcalf he laid out i think it was cowboy safety jeff heath one time when the ball was in the air and you know he's laid out marsh on Lattimore one time i think on a fumble return like he has like again like a minute long highlight film of like defensive plays over the years you know caught a hail mary uh you know attempt as the defender Julio Jones might be the single best potential two-way player of the past decade when you consider what this guy might have been able to do as a safety he's also 32 years of age he's a veteran of the group but man he was just as good as ever last year number four in yards per out run I mean I get it you know Devontae Adams Stefan Diggs DeAndre Hopkins these guys are certainly you know I, I wouldn't disagree if anyone says they're better than Julio as a wide receiver in the year 2021 I just think Julio with the potential of him being a monster on the defensive side of the ball gives me the tiebreaker I'm going at tight end, tight end slash offensive tackle. And uh, we'll probably get him out there at linebacker, George Kittle. Again, like Julio, it's a borderline tie with, you know, Kittle and the other top guys, the position, Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller. I think Kittle though is the better blocker. We already have plenty of receivers out there. We don't need, you know, it'd be nice to have Kelsey, but you know, we're fine throwing the ball to Hill, to Metcalf, to Julio, uh, into, uh, you know, either Kittle or uh, um, um, Derrick Henry, if we decide to get funky with it. So just all around ability, I think gives Kittle, the edge here savage run blocker he's a hype man you know his uh whenever he's mic'd up it's one of the better things uh nfl uh can produce and i just think kittle again spelling as the fifth offensive lineman and also moving out wide while also providing some savagery as a linebacker he's just that sort of all-around player you want i mean in terms of just all-around versatility uh you know it makes sense why tight ends you know the Derwin james types of safeties would be prioritized 
Now we're getting on to the defensive and offensive line. I went one offensive lineman, three defensive linemen. Again, we're assuming there's not going to be a bunch of holding calls. So because of that, I just want the, you know, more pure athletes that are going to be faster and can, you know, hold their hearts out and just hopefully tackle these aliens. I think with the exception of some offensive linemen, uh, they just might not be able to make as much of an impact on defense, but we need Quentin Nelson, just, you know, the biggest savage in the league in terms of this nasty blocks he's able to rack up. Might have to play him at center in this offense, but man, I'd love to see Nelson get some, you know, defensive tackle work going on and he would be seeing his fair share of single blocks playing right next to our next player, uh, Aaron Donald, who obviously we need on this team. I always love that uh, former video of him, like literally training with knives. It's fake, but his coach is like pretending. I mean, I think they were plastic knives, so it looked pretty real if you you, uh, didn't know that going on. And hey, maybe they were real, man. I don't feel like doubting uh, Donald and just about anything, but Donald has literally been PFF's highest grade interior defender in, let's see, seven straight seasons going back to 2014. We almost take his excellence for granted at this point. Uh, Also have Khalil Mack, who will probably be slotting in at one of the other guard spots and also on the defensive line. Uh, PFF, we had our top 50 players ahead of the 2021 season. Article go out, Mack came in as the number one edge defender Uh, since 2011 in our PFF war metric. Only J.J. Watt and Aaron Donald have more war than Khalil Mack. So even if he's, you know, getting up there a little bit, I don't think the, you know, prime great version of Khalil Mack will be gone 2021 or anytime soon. Finally, filling out the line with Miles Garrett. I mean, you guys have seen his offseason basketball highlights. I you know, would love to see what he could do on the offensive line. They just don't really make them as big and athletic as Garrett uh, anymore in this human, you know, in this whole human race that we're talking about here. So basically, one offensive tackle will be Garrett. The other one will be a mix of Derrick Henry, George Kittle. We'll have Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack on, at guard, Quentin Nelson as the center. And then we'll have Mack, Garrett, Nelson, and Donald on the defensive line. And finally, our 11th and final pick will be Jalen Ramsey. We're going to ask him to follow the number one alien wide receiver around. Hopefully it's not Devonte Adams, but otherwise we should be pretty good. Even if it is Devonte, I mean, it's hard to really say that he's been bested by any single number one receiver and shadow coverage over the past two seasons. He's only been asked to do it uh, about, let's see, four, six, eight. He's had about 11 shadow matchups over the past two years in his specific coverage. So I'm not counting full game box scores. He has not allowed any of DK Metcalf, Julio Jones, Juju, A-Rob, Cooper, Mike Evans, Devontae, DeAndre Hopkins. None of those guys have caught more than five passes or gained 70 yards in his direct coverage. So Jalen does actually follow guys into the slot around the field more so than your usual corners. You know, Metcalf, Devontae were able to score touchdowns on him, but man, for him, the goose egg, Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, and his coverage and do a hell of a job, you know, against these other guys, uh, truly special. Even when Jalen Ramsey gets got, you know, he's always right there and it's easily the difficult catch so we want him out there i mean i pulled up his high school uh, highlight tape and it's pretty much nothing but offense to start i think he'd mix in just fine as our fourth receiver so that's going to be the squad everybody again to reiterate and thank you for your patience in this you know largely you could call it important or useless uh, endeavor but basically the squad we got patrick mahomes quarterback and linebacker Derrick Henry running back and linebacker slash fifth offensive lineman Tyree kill wide receiver and corner DK Metcalf wide receiver and safety Julio Jones wide receiver and safety George Kittle tight end and linebacker Quentin Nelson center and defensive tackle Aaron Donald garden defensive tackle Khalil Mack garden defensive tackle Miles Garrett uh, tackle and defensive end and then or, yeah Khalil Mack defensive end obviously and then Jalen Ramsey as our cornerback alongside Tyree kill and number 
number four wide receiver. Good stuff there. Some quick honorable mentions. Like I said, Bobby Wagner was on the initial list before he decided to prioritize offense. Derwin James, I get it. Just not exactly sure if he's 100% at this moment. Nick Chubb would be the RB2 if we had one. Again, just give, I give Derrick Henry the edge because of the potential for him to have alien blood. Trent Williams would be, I think, a great tackle if we wanted to go more with offensive linemen over defensive linemen. Fred Warner, another good pick for linebacker if we decide to go that route. Again, Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, I could see at quarterback. Russell Wilson, I don't know as much people. I know he makes a living behind a bad offensive line, but I'm a little worried about these uh, aliens just being a bit too much uh, for him to handle. But I don't know. I'm, I'm done betting against him. Uh, you know, if it was a kick return heavy game, we'd have to think about Cordero Patterson. Uh, Chase Young could be on his list sooner rather than later. He seems like another guy with potentially uh, alien blood going through his veins. Devin White, you know, I could see him being a solid running back uh, with the sort of speed he has. I mean, I could clock a 4-3-8 this offseason. That's absolutely ridiculous. One of the best, uh, I think, responses to my tweet on this was Tyron Matthew. I mean, if you remember his LSU punt return highlights, absolutely ridiculous. And then finally, you know, Tom Brady, I get it. He's the GOAT. Where are we going to put him on defense, though? I mean, Mahomes is already enough of a stretch. I think Tom Brady would just get teed off on, on that side of the ball. So that's going to wrap up this edition of the PFF Fantasy Football Podcast, everyone. Thank you for, you know, putting up with my, uh, you know, nerding out with this exercise. I've always enjoyed it over the years. We will be back with more, you know, useful fantasy football analysis tomorrow and beyond new episodes every single day throughout the summer and please people i invite you if you haven't already to check out our pff you know sales save 40 it's a pretty good deal you know 40 percent. how can you be hating on that and honestly when you look at the things you can get uh you get access to pff's fantasy football draft guide complete with our player rankings and projections college football preview magazine first edition of the 2022 nfl draft guide and all of pff's locked article content again that's promo code save 40 for 40 percent off any pff subscription Get access to all of PFF's fantasy tools for $5.99. Thank you again for listening, everybody. I'm Ian Hart, so until next time, take care.